You're welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Chinedu Nwosu of The Bridge, A Simple Church. Stay back and be blessed. Hebrews chapter 11, as we go straight into God's word. Hebrews 11, you may remain seated because I want to really be expeditious with my time this morning. Hebrews 11, Hebrews 11, we're going to read verse 1 and 2. Typically, I would have loved to read the entire chapter of the book of uh, Hebrews 11, but we can't do that now, so you're going to promise me something. When you go back home today, you're going to read all of Hebrews 11 verse 1 all the way to the end. Who is going to do that for pastor? Who is going to do that? Who is, not, who is not going to do that? I will not read it. I don't care what he said. I will not read it. Who is that person? I will not read it. I will not read it. All right. I said, so who is going to read Hebrews 11 when they get back home from the beginning? It's very lengthy. Hebrews 11. Some hands are still down. So you can't belong to choose one side. You will not read it. Let me see your hands. Uh-huh. So the hands are raised boldly. Be bold. You will not read it. Uh, good. Some hands are still up, so you will not read it. Please go and knock that brother. <laughs> Who will not read it? Please, I beg you, read your, read your Bible. You know, the pastor can preach and preach wrongly sometimes or preach out of his proclivity and understanding and miss a few things. But what you can't miss is what the Holy Ghost said. Uh, so the written word is what the Holy Spirit said. So it wasn't a man who went to preach it. No. What I'm going to do now, I'm going to preach as the Spirit of God inspires me. But along the line, I might add one or two things that are my proclivities or my idiosyncrasies based on my past. But when you read the Bible, it's nothing like that. That's what the Holy Spirit said. You know why? Because so many other people wrote what they felt the Holy Ghost said. But along the line, the Holy Ghost pushed some of them away. And what we see documented in Scripture is God's express word. With all accuracy, with all errancy, everything is authentic and, uh, and accurate. So, when you read the Bible, you can't miss it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, please go back and read all of Hebrews chapter 11 from 1 all the way to 39 or verse 40. That's where it ends. But I'm going to read quickly. I'm going to pick a few verses to read to your hearing and you just listen or follow me. Um, I'll pick one from the beginning, the first two verses. I'll pick about three or four verses in the middle. And then I'll pick a verse at the end that buttresses my point for this Sunday morning. Hallelujah. All right, verse one says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hebrews 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it... The elders obtained a good report. So I know we know the scripture. So let me, wherever you see the word faith, or rather let's put it this way. It says faith is the substance of things hoped for. So faith is not what is hoped for. It is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is not the manifestation of things hoped for. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. There's a difference. You hope for something and that thing that you hope for, you expect it to have manifestation in your life, isn't it? You hope you will buy a car by the end of the year. So that is hope. At the beginning, you hoped for it. And at some point, God, all things being equal and the Lord's blessing being upon you, you acquire the car. So the, the car is a manifestation of what you hoped for when you do have it. Hello, are you with me here? So faith is not that manifestation. No, faith is the substance of the things you hope for when they have not manifested it yet. So once it gets manifested, it's not faith anymore. 
It has entered the realm of the visible. It then says that faith is the evidence, trying to explain it further, that faith is the evidence of things not seen. So when you see something, it's not faith in operation anymore. You have moved into sight. When you see something, it's no more faith because faith is the evidence of things not seen. Same example. You're trusting God to buy a house. So when you, were, when you didn't have the house, you saw something in your mind. You believe something in your mind. That is faith. The moment you live in the house is not faith anymore because you can now see it. Because the Bible says faith is the evidence of things not seen. Hello. Um, are you with me so far? So once it is seen, you have no more faith. You have moved into the realm of the visible or you have moved into the realm of sight because you can see it. But once you can't see it and you believe it and you carry it as though you're seeing it, you're walking as though you're seeing it, then that is faith. Because faith is the evidence of things not seen. Are you with me so far? Okay, alright, let's go down. Verse 2 now says, For by it the elders, by what? By faith. By faith, the elders obtained a good report. By what? Preach with me or teach with me. By what? By what? I can't hear you. I said by what? By faith, the elders obtained a good report. Take out the word faith there and put faith and say, it says by it, the elders obtained a good report. So by what faith, the elders obtained a good report. Take out the word it there and put what faith is that it makes sense to you. Let's go. He says, by the substance of things hoped for, the elders obtained a good report. Does it make sense to you now? By the substance of things hoped for, the elders obtained a good report. They did not obtain a good report by the manifestation of things hoped for. They obtained a good report by the substance of things hoped for. Do you get the difference? So, put it this way. I gave the example of a car, right? So, you hoped for a car. The substance of things hoped for is the, the time when you conceived it in your mind and you believed God for it. Now, so that's faith. So he's saying that the substance or the belief or the faith or the evidence of things not seen is what gave the elders a good report, not the manifestation of what they saw. Okay, let me go this way now. So you're trusting God for a car. So when you had the evidence of the car that you had not seen, that is when you had a good report before God, not when the car came. Hello? That season, when you were trusting God for it, you were walking in faith for it, God is smiling at you. You are obtaining a good report. God is signing your report card good. If you have, so you get what I'm trying to say, but men don't see it that way. For men, it is when the manifestation comes that you obtain a good report before men. But for God, it is when you have the evidence of things not seen that you obtain a good report before God. You know why? Because the Bible says further down in the text, he says in Hebrews eleven six, he says, it is impossible to please God without faith because they, oh, you don't, you don't hear that. It 
it is somebody get that scripture for me quickly. Read that for me. Find the entire scripture. Hebrews 11.6. It is impossible to please God without faith. Because I want you to read it. I don't have time. Who, who's there? Who's there? Just shout it out quickly. Or is he on the screen? Read it for me. Yes. Must believe. For he that cometh to God was what? That he is and a rewarder to them that seek him. So when you are pleasing, when you are haven't seen something and you believe God for it, you're walking like you believe that as if God has given it to you, that is the time you are actually pleasing God, not when you have received it. Because when you're walking in faith, you are telling God that what he said is true. So, if he said it, then it is. Whether you see it or not, because he said it, you believe it, and you're walking as though you have received it, then you are pleasing God. It's very, 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 very critical. Because the theme of today's teaching and next Sunday is finishing strong. Somebody say, finish strong. Finish strong. It's finishing strong. Uh, so, so, it's important for you to know what it means to finish strong before God, not before men. All right. So, I'm still reading the verse. He says... Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by the substance of things hoped for, the elders obtained a good report. By the evidence of things not seen, not things seen, the evidence of things not seen, the house is seen. The car is seen. The husband is seen. But before you got the husband and the car and the house, there was a time you had the evidence in your heart. It is that time when you had the evidence in your heart that you obtained a good report before God. Do do we get that? All right, let's now jump quickly. Verse 13. This is the key now. Verse 13. Jump to verse 13. Is he on the screen? I have to get a screen for myself so I can follow. All right, is it on the screen? All right. He says, these all died in faith. Once again, let's remove the word faith and put what faith means. He says, these all died with the substance of things hoped for. These all died with the evidence of things not seen. So they didn't see it. Let me allow that to sink. Who are these? I don't have to read the entire chapter, but you will see the heroes of faith from Abel, from Enoch, from Abraham, to Sarah, to what are their names? To Samson, to Barak, to Gideon. All of that, they were just pouring up. So all of them, Jephthah, everybody. They said all of them died, not with only the evidence of things hoped for. All of them died with only the substance of things not seen, because they died in faith. In case you don't believe me, let's see what he says here. Open your Bible. Today we're going to look at the Bible. It says, these all died not having received the promises. So they did not receive the promises. So God promised them something, but they didn't receive it. And they died. 
I didn't say it. The Bible said it. So God, these all, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me try to explain this. He says, these all died with the evidence of things not seen, not having received the promises. Does it make sense now? These all died with only the substance of the things they hoped for, not having received the things they hoped for. Does it make sense now? So, this all died with only the evidence of the car not seen. They never received the car. You put it in a way that you understand it because we like cars in Africa. We love houses. These all died with the evidence of the husband and the wife and all the children. They did not receive the husband and the wife and all the children. Did I say anything? Have I said anything that is not in the Bible now? Please, if I said so, if I said anything in the Bible, raise your hand and correct me. It's in the Bible. These all died not in faith, not receiving the promises, but having seen them afar off, having seen the promises afar off, they were persuaded by them. They embraced it. They even confessed it as though they had seen it. Finishing strong. That's where I'm going to. We're going to finishing strong. Should I, should I rewind a bit? Don't worry, I'm not in a hurry because I, I still have next week Sunday to complete it. I'm not trying to rush to finish it. I said it was a teaching, isn't it? I'm not trying to preach. I'm trying to teach. It's teaching, you take your time because everybody has to get, even if it's one thing, so what he's saying here, for example, let me get ahead of myself just a little bit. I, I'm getting ahead of myself, but let me, just, let me just do that. So, God promised Abraham that he will be the father of many nations. Did Abraham become the father of many nations when he was alive? He only had one legitimate son. The son according to the promise. God discounted other children. See, it's only one. Forget their way much. It's only one that I know. Only had one legitimate son. Yet, God told him he will be the father of... Now, even if you count the other children he had by Hagar and Keturah, I believe, there were five. That does not sound like the father of many nations to me. It sounds like the father of five people. Or six people. Hello? Hello? He had five... Five children. That's not many nations. So he qualifies to be in this scripture. But the Bible says he walked in faith. As you see when you look at the heroes of faith. Because even though he did not receive the promises. He embraced the evidence of things not seen. He confessed. Oh, I've gotten ahead of myself. Let me, uh, that's for next week. Alright. Let's leave that for now. For they that say such things, let me go back to verse, verse 14. So let's, let's read verse 13 again. These all died, these, you know, who they are, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off. Don't forget what we're going to finish. I'm still reading the text. I haven't even started teaching yet. I'm just reading the text. Because when I begin to teach, you see how this text is important. Okay? So what you do for me is, if you come this Sunday, you didn't come next Sunday, don't blame me. 
If you came this Sunday and then you're planning to go and boogie, 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 boogie next Sunday, I'm sorry for you. You are missing the concluding part of this sermon. I can assure you. So, as you are here now, bring your diary out and block it. Next Sunday, I must be here to get the conclusion of the matter. Are you with me so far? All right. Okay. And if you're joining me online, by the way, you're doing well, but you've got to be here next Sunday as well. Amen? I see you. You're online. I see you. I know you're there. Mm. Okay, they can't see them. On behalf of everyone here, we're giving you a thumbs up. Thank you for joining us online today. All right. So he says, and verse 13, these all died not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Verse 14, for they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country and truly if they had not been mindful of the country that they, that they seek but they were mindful of the country where they came from they would have had the opportunity to return so it means that they were all engrossed and their minds were full of what they saw what the evidence that they had they filled their mind with it the substance of things hoped for. They filled their mind with it. The substance of where God was taking them to. They filled their heart with it. Their heart was full of it. Because if it wasn't full of it, it would have been easy for them to go back to where they were coming from. But where they were going to was more real. So they could see it. They could live it. They could sing it. They could dance it. They, could, they were just rejoicing in it. Because of it, they could not contemplate where they were coming from because that was gone substance of things hoped for what you hope hope speaks of the future hope never speaks of the past it speaks of the future so their minds were filled with the things they hoped for so they did not consider there was no opportunity for them to even think of going back we'll get more about that later then let's jump to verse 39 now I'll finish reading my text verse 39 the last two verses of that Hebrews 11. You see why you must go back and read Hebrews 11. Verse 39. He says, And these all, having obtained a good report through faith. Once again, he's emphasizing in case you didn't get it the first time. He says, These all, having, if, and if you see the things they went through, that is called a good report. There was a place he says that some were sown asunder. Some were flogged, some were killed, some were martyred, yet they obtained a good report through faith. He says, these are having obtained a good report through faith. Once again, let's remove faith and put what faith is, the definition of faith in Hebrews 11. He says, and these are having obtained a good report through the substance of things hoped for. These all, having obtained a good report through the evidence of things not seen, received not the promise once again. So what was promised to them, they didn't receive it. God having provided some better things for us, that they without us should be made perfect. Hallelujah. Somebody say finishing strong. Say to finish strong. Oh, I can't hear you. Say to finish strong is to finish in faith. Say to finish strong is to finish full of faith. Oh, you can, I, can, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Say to finish strong is to finish full of strength, faith. Look at your neighbor say finish strong. Finish the last few months of the year strong. And what it means is to finish full of faith and to have a good report. Now I can start my sermon. 
Hallelujah. Amen. The best part of every relay race or any race is the way you start and the way you finish. Any sport, as a matter of fact. I'm not a good sportsman. I always wish I could run, but I, I just was a bit too plump, well, plumpy when I was in school, so I couldn't run, you know. And uh, when they came to pick out the athletes, they always left me behind. It's very painful when you want to play soccer as a child. You know how they do when they play soccer as, as children. And there are two teams, then they start picking. Okay, there are two teams, and then when they get the two teams, they start picking the good players. Did it happen to you? Team A and B, and then there's a pool, a pool of children, and they just pick. This one picks this one. They pick one. You pick one. I pick one. They, they, that's the captain of the team, right? There's this captain here. There's that captain there. They pick one, and we're a pool of, let's say, 20 children. So they pick, you pick one. A picks one. Captain B picks the other. They keep picking. They keep picking until they've picked their six or seven or eleven and eight. And it always happened that when they finished picking, there was one boy who was always alone, unpicked by anybody. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> so, so <laughs> it was painful, but such is life. The only thing I could do well was I now decided to learn how to match. You know, match pass. <laughs> so in the house pass, I could match my life away, man. I mean, this guy can match. Could dig it, dig it. I mean, that one, nobody could stop me from doing that one. <laughs> because there was no competition. You just gather us together and we lift her. Just raise your hands straight and match. Keep marching. So I used to be the champion of the Matchers Association. <laughs> but the point is, in every sport, the best part of every sport is the beginning of the sport and the end of the sport. All right? So that's why when you watch matches, so, so that's why I became a football fan just watch, watching football, not playing it, you know. The first time, when they open the match, they, what most teams would like to do is to attack. To get the first goal. So when they get the goal, they can retreat and start defending. So they don't play with the first five minutes. You also don't play with the last, and then anytime I can't watch any match, the, first, the part I love to watch the most is the last five minutes. The last five minutes is always another very exciting time because everybody's doing the best they can to get that goal or do something. So that's, it has a lot of emotions, all right? So the best part of every sport is the beginning and the end. And we have also copied and mirrored that in life as well. So that the best part of every year is the beginning of the year and the end of the year. And if you're like us in Africa, the beginning of the year is always the most dramatic part of the year because every church... Every unbeliever, every sinner, every idol worshiper takes time to fast. Hello? I am yet to find a place where, a, a, see somebody who does not spend the beginning of the year fasting. Even those that worship Ogun and all those funny things, they take out that first time. So much so that there is now a competition for who fasts the longest. Hello? If you're in Nigeria, they say your church is only five days you are doing. hey. <laughs> My own, we are doing 15 days. Only 15 days. Uh, we did that one 10 years ago. We are doing 40 days. Only 40 days. You have not even started. 100, at the time, a church did 100 days fasting. You go to every office, they are fasting. Everybody's mouth is smelling because they are all fasting. Beginning of the year, they want to get the year well. They want to catch the beginning of the year. Fasting. Every church is fasting. Every prayer room is full everywhere. But give them one month. Those who are coming to church, stop coming to church. 
Everything quietens down. Then at the end of the year again, on one December, you go, if you're like me, you're Igbo, you know that it is the time you remember that you have people in the village and you must appear in your glory. So you must appear in your glory when they summon us together. How dare you come, come weak? You must come prepared. You every, whatever you just do it, get a car. Change your car, paint your car. That time going home every November, my father lines the car up for painting. We paint all the cars that we're traveling with, change all the tires. I'm just wondering, does it mean that we couldn't have died from bad tires during the year? No, 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 no. But as we are traveling to the village, they change all the tires, paint all the cars. Get our, my mother makes Christmas clothes for us in August. Then she shows us we wear it, it's our size, then she packs it in a box, leaves it because we have to appear. <laughs> In the village like we are, we are in town. So you start the year well, you will end with a bank. Or else the year for you is not anything. So the way you start is the way you ought to end. You start strong and you also finish strong. Somebody say start strong. And you finish strong. So the end of the matter is as important as the beginning of the matter. You start strong. Somebody say start strong and finish strong. We have come to the last four months of the year and I assure you, everything on everybody's mind is to finish this year with a big bang of glory. Is there anybody that wants to finish this year very weak? Let me see. No, everybody wants to finish strong. Finish strong. You want to finish strong. So you want to do everything that you can to ensure that you finish strong because the end of the matter is just as important, if not even more important than the beginning of the matter. Look at somebody say, finish strong. So, what we want to look at now is what it means to finish strong. What does it mean to finish strong? As believers, as Christians, what does it mean to finish strong? What does God consider finishing strong? What does God consider? I know what man considers finishing strong. I just described it for you. What my village people consider finishing strong is coming with a flashy car. What my friends consider finishing strong is making sure that if I had one shirt when I, in the beginning of the year, that I have ten shirts. That's what they all consider as finishing strong. So when you do those things, if you were single at the beginning of the year, finishing strong is marrying before the end of the year, isn't that? Hello? If you have one child in January, finishing strong, and you're still in childbearing age, nine whole months, you didn't drop another one, hello, finishing strong is having two, or possible three. If you were renting an apartment as a, as a, as you're renting an apartment in January, finishing strong for you is building your house by the end of the year. It can be done in six months, or buy your own house in one day. Finishing strong is hammer. That is what men understand as finishing strong. And there's nothing wrong with that particularly. But it will shock you that what God calls finishing strong is not what we think is finishing strong. It is part of it. That's why what is it, what does it mean to finish strong according to God's own agenda? I have just nine minutes. Three things it entails having what you believe is what we believe and what God is three things from that scripture in Hebrews chapter 11 because this is very important don't forget what how we started he says that by these things they obtained a good report before God not having obtained the promise so what does it mean to finish strong from the Hebrews 11 number one to finish strong number one is to receive the promise that one we understand is simple to understand at the beginning of the year, every church has a prophetic word. That prophetic word is a promise. It's a promise from God. Our own is Jehovah overdue. 
If you don't have prophetic word in your church, I don't know what you're doing. We have a prophetic word. All sorts of names, all sorts of things. Prophetic. That prophetic word is a promise. It's the promise of God to you through the man of God over that, uh, over that uh, assembly, over that local church. So it's a promise. So it is right for you to build your life around that promise, that prophetic word. Take the prophetic word and promise to God in prayer to ensure, and then lift it up before God in prayer. Align your life um, um, to that prophetic word and hope, hope that that prophetic word comes to pass at the end of the year. Now, when that happens, you have received the promise. So it is true that finishing strong is receiving the promise. Are you with me so far? So receiving the breakthrough, having the wife if you're single. Buying a car if you need one. Buying two cars. Um, what are the other things we need? Getting healed if you started the year with some illness. What other things? What other things? Promises. Promotion, yes. Getting a new job, yes. Yeah, well, sorry? Preservation, yes. Ending as you strike. I'm surprised the students at the back. Jackpot. <laughs> yes, if you're in Nigeria, jackpot is finishing strong for some people. The only thing they are thinking of is how to leave this country. Uh, people I know, the only thing they are thinking of is how to leave Nigeria. So, if that's the will of God for their lives and they leave the country, they are finished strong, isn't it? So, receiving the promise, that's one. We all understand that. But then, from the scripture, we see two other things. We see, number two, he says, the second reason, meaning of finishing strong from the ang- God's angle is obtaining a good report. He says, the elders, all those that were listed in Hebrews 11, the heroes of faith, that all of them obtained a good report. That is why they were, their names were in the, in the heroes of faith in the first place. So, finishing strong before God is obtaining a good report before God and even before man by the end of the year. So, everything is not about the, 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 the receiving the promise is obtaining a good report. Look at somebody say, obtaining a good report. The Bible says that in Proverbs 22 verse 1, it says, a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. And loving favor rather than silver and gold. So having a good name at the end of the year is a good, is finishing strong. So it's not just receiving the promise. As much as that is great, what is important to God, and in fact, in the documents that we read, or the scriptures we read, he said that these guys did not finish, they did not obtain the promise. Yet, they finished strong. Why did they finish strong? Because they had a good report before God. Hello? In a couple of weeks, if we do have time, we'll explore the promises made to Abraham, the promises made to Enoch. Next week, we'll look at the promise made to Enoch. We'll explore the promise made to Abel. We'll explore some of those promises, and you will see for a certainty that they did not receive the promise. They only saw it. They only embraced it. They only um, were mindful of it, but they did not walk in it. Yet, the Bible says that they finished strong, and so their names were in the book of the heroes of faith, and their names were right there in Hebrews 11. They were called the elders. Yet, they did not obtain or receive the promise. So what I'm saying is, as much as it is great for you to receive the promise, oh, sometimes you don't receive the promise. Why? Because, ooh, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Because sometimes the promise is too big to fit into your calendar. 
Sometimes you don't receive the promise because the promise is too massive to fit into your small mind. It outlives you. Abraham's promise, the promise to Abraham was too massive to fit into his hundred years of living. How many years did he live? 120. I can't remember. It was too short that you will become the father of many nations like you and I. We are part of the children of Abraham. Abraham could not have been living for 100. All of us couldn't have shown up then because the promises were too massive. They had to take centuries to unfold. So there are some promises God has given to you in your only two mind you think is supposed to be one year but they are too massive. The dimension of that promise is far greater than you can ever think. You only have a small snippet. That's why everything can show up in this year. Some of them might be shifted to next year. Some might be shifted to two years time. Some might be shifted to three years time because what God wants to do is massive. You are there looking at one small tiny aspect of the promise. But you see, God does not bless you according to what you see really. He blesses you according to what he thinks concerning you. So that sometimes the promise that God has for you is bigger than you. It's bigger than one year. It's bigger than one month. It's bigger than just your small nature family. It's bigger than this local church. It's bigger than Abuja. It's big. So it takes it takes time to pour. If you don't, if you, if, look at someone said, you get what he's saying. They are, the promise finds expression through you, through your children, through your children's children. Is this speaking through generations to come? Because our God is one that blesses through thousands of generations. So that what he said to you will take years, take, yeah, take generations to show up. Because it is so loaded and so massive that 100 years is not enough. One year is too small. This is food for, for big people. I'll end in two minutes. This is food for big people. So, it's the kind of thing that you don't eat at once. You just take a little bite. Um, um, um. Then you go. When you get hungry, you take another little bite. You chew it gradually. This is big. This is heavy. I pray that God opens the eyes of your understanding so you understand what I'm saying. If you understand what I'm saying, you'll never be depressed for one second. If you understand what I'm saying, you'll never be sad at the end of the year. If you understand what I'm saying, you'll never be worried and ask yourself what's happening to you because you know that what, that is your small mind. You're only judging a small part of the promise with your tiny mind. What God is thinking for, thinking about you for, it is bigger, it's massive, it's, it's great, it's, ex, it's extensive, it's massive. If God were, let me put it this way, if your dream or the promise concerning your life can be fulfilled in one year, it's too small. 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 If it can be fulfilled in your own lifetime, it's even too small. You have to check whether it came from God or it came from you. Because we can make ourselves promises too. Because God blesses you according to his size, not according to your size. So he blesses you. When he's going to give you something, he looks at how big he is. There are some people that you want to promise to give you a present and others you don't want to. Let's put it that way. So if Jeff Bezos, let me start from small. If I promise you a gift by the end of the year, you can just imagine what my gift can be. Hello? You receive it. All right. Amen. You receive it. Yes, receive it, hold it, but there are other gifts that are bigger than mine. It's great, right? It's good. Maybe if I stretch myself, 
If I promise you some money, and say, I'm going to bless you by the end of the year. If I stretch myself, I can stretch myself and give you five, five M. I can, yeah. I can. I'm not going to die. If I really want to bless you, I'm not going to die if I give you five M. Five M day to give you. But that is me. If I don't want any of those thieves, I mean, real people. <laughs> give me a real Nigerian billionaire, not. The one you're not sure of. Tony Elimelu, they are the bankers. Yeah. Tony Elimelu or Jimovia. If Jimovia says, I'm going to bless you by the end of the year, uh, I say, I really want to bless you. <laughs> I mean, it's different from well, pa- your pastor wanting to bless you. <laughs> as great as he is. Eh? Because if he really wants to bless you, the man can give you five billion. You're not going to shake up, happy? There is any bank. 5B. You no go shake Jimovia. No, no go worry him. Even if you worry him, not small. Because if you use that thing, do other things for other people. They say he will bless you, Abby, so he don't bless you. Sometimes speaking English is sweet. 5 billion, isn't it? Naira. Now, if Jeff Bezos, not even Jeff, what's the richest man? What's that guy's name? Twitter guy. Elon Musk. The one they are forcing to buy Twitter. He said, I'm not buying again. Those guys tasted blood. He said, I'm going to give you how many? $40 billion for Twitter, right? Then he said, I don't want again. They said, no, you must buy it. <laughs> say, hey, no, 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 no. So we are not serious. <laughs> we have built castles in the air with that $40 billion. You must buy it. You can't say you are not buying again. It's not possible. They are caught now. They are saying you must buy it. No, you don't fit. Because we have thought of the islands we'll buy in Morocco, the island in Abu Dhabi. You know, you say you're not buying, you must buy. If Jeb Bezos says, I want to bless you by the end of the year. I mean, so what will run mad? <laughs> you stop talking to your pastor completely, you know? <laughs> How I know God has blessed telling people is that the way they talk to me now reduces. <laughs> Unfortunately, when God blesses them, they stop, they don't call me <laughs> Because most of their prayer is, Father, Father, Pastor, I'm trusting God for this breakthrough. I'm this, I'm, join me in faith. Join me in faith. But when they don't land, I mean, Pastor, calm down. The breakthrough has happened. What else again do I need you for? Somebody say, I repent in Jesus' name. You should remember me more then. Not, you understand? Don't forget your pastor. Forget the work of the ministry here. Don't. When you hammer now, I'll be looking for you. Amen. Somebody say, God forbid. Not, not me. So then, so I said all that to say this, that Jeff Bezos will not bless you according to your bank account. He will bless you according to his bank account. In the same regard, your God does not bless you. His promises are not given to you based on your account or your believing. These promises are based on who he is. So sometimes they are too massive to fit into a small time frame. Okay. time up. It's time up. No, I can't carry on. You have to, I'm trying to be disciplined, a bit disciplined. Before they say this pastor likes to talk forever. But is anybody getting something out of this? You're getting something out of this, right? The third one is finishing full of faith, which is actually what I want to deal with today. Which is what I want to deal with, but I'm going to push that to next week. So, finishing strong is, means three things. Number one, receiving the promise. 
But like I said, sometimes the promise is just too big for you. So the other part of finishing faith is finishing with a good report. Because money is not everything. Breakthrough is not anything. Of what value is it you finish with a billion, yet you're an arm robber that's chasing you all over the place. I don't know how some people in Nigeria are reason. You stole all the billions. It is documented. And yet you want to think you finished great. You can't. As far as I'm concerned, you're a thief. Hello? A good name is better than all the riches in the world. I was telling my children, a good name, you, what you have inherited from me and from my father is a good name. So when you go to school outside the country, remember the good name. That's what I'm bequeathing to you. A good name that was, that was carried over generations, kept and preserved. Don't soil it. Don't forget the good name. Because at the end of the day, it's the good name that matters. All right? But then the third one, which is even greater, a greater way to finish strong, greater meaning of finishing strong, is finishing full of faith. Which is what the patriarchs, which is what the heroes finished in. They received the, they didn't receive the promise, but they finished with the last two. They finished with a good report. That's why their name is there. And they finished in faith. So finishing strong really is finishing in faith. The Bible says, First ah, John 5, 4. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. For this is the victory. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even the substance of things hoped for. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even the evidence of things not seen. Not the things seen. The evidence of things not seen. That is the victory that overcomes the world. The evidence of things not seen. The substance of things hoped for. Not the things hoped for themselves. Not the manifestation of the things hoped for. Not the seen, but the evidence. If, that's why I said if you have this, if you know this, you cannot be depressed. All you have to do is to remain full of faith. As you are being full of faith, you are joining your name to the annals or to the heroes of faith. You are God, you're pleasing God. God is happy with you. The heavens are happy with you. So whether the manifestation comes in your time or not your time, and your calendar or not your calendar is of no value to you. What is important to you is that you are finishing strong, finishing full of faith. For by this, the, the elders obtain a good report. I want to leave this world with a good report. So I've got to live faith. Hallelujah. Amen. To be continued next week. Right. Amen. God bless you. Let's go to the service. Come on, you can do much better. You can... You've just listened to an amazing message by Pastor Chinedu Unwosu of the Bree Church. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. at the Nafil Arcade and Water Park, Vuse Zone 7, and midweek services at the Chiratin Hotel, number 30, Sokode Crescent, Vuse Zone 5. God bless you.